Hi everyone, welcome to episode 68 of Tea in the Treetops podcast. I'm Annie. And I'm Philippa and this is the official podcast of the Tea in the Treetop book review blog. Today it's Friday, April 26, 2019. This episode we are all about Game of Thrones. We're very excited. We were going to record before Before episode episode one one. (laughs) and then we just... School holidays happened. Yeah, it was Easter and whatever. But now um, we've had two episodes air and the next episode is the biggest. So we're going to have a bit of a spoilery chat about what has already happened Mm -hmm. in season eight. Yeah, what we're up to. Yep. Yep. And um, we'll talk about some other TV shows that we've been watching and we're excited to watch soon. Um, and just what we've been reading. So. Of course, can't forget the books. This is a book I know, podcast. we have to talk and mention <laughs> books sometime, don't we? So um, we just mentioned at the start that if you enjoy listening to our podcast, we would love it if you would help us fuel our caffeine addiction by <laughs> buying us a coffee. Um, and you can do that by going to teaintheetreetops.com and clicking on the buy us a coffee button. Um, thank you. Thank you so much for listening <laughs> to this episode. Um, so, okay. Do you want to talk about what we've been reading first and sure. then we'll get into the Game of Thrones stuff after? I actually thought that I hadn't read very much, but I realized we just haven't recorded in ages. So thankfully I was reading a lot <laughs> at the big, I think we recorded last time. Yeah. I've been doing a, a big read. So yep. I've got some things to still talk about. So I think last time I was just started um, Maze of Bones, which is a middle grade book. Um, the first in the 39 Clue series. And this oh, yeah. particular one was written by Rick Riordan, but the whole series has different authors write different books. And that was great fun. I think if, you're, if, you've, got, um, if you've got middle grade readers who are looking for a good adventure, clue-based treasure sort of hunt, yeah. this is a good book for them. I thought it was a great book, and I'm not a middle grade person, obviously. Yeah. Um, but it was really good. I've unfortunately been on the wait list for a long, long time for the second audio book of that series. Oh, okay. So, yeah, we'll see where it goes. But they finished uncovering the first clue and they've got oh, they the second clue. one clue for each of the Well, they books. go to lots of different locations and they've okay. got crazy family and it's, it's very interesting. It's very good. But, yes, they, they solved the first clue. And they had to then do a number of things to uncover their next clue. And they've right, just, okay. they just get to that by the end of the first book. Yes. Mm. I think when this first came out and you have the physical copies, I think there's like websites you can go to and things and there's Easter eggs hidden and you can get extra bits and pieces out of it as well. But I did not do any of that. Okay. <laughs> might, might be good for a 10-year-old though who has yeah. access to the internet. Um, then last recording, I also snuffled away with me your <laughs> copy of Aurora Rising yes. by Amy Kaufman and Jay Kristoff. And I think I read that in less than 24 hours. <laughs> oh, God. It was really good. Now, I love the Illuminae series. Um, you love the Illuminae series. Yes. I'm going to put it out there that I think this is better. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. Okay. In terms of it is like wild ride i didn't want to put it down mm-hmm. couldn't put it down type yeah okay it was it was good and i like the character mix it was it was fun because it's got like a gang of of people it's got a squad yeah there's a squad right. um it's an unlikely squad it wasn't the squad any of them thought they'd be with but it was a really good <laughs> squad as it is when you think you're getting stuck with the losers you yeah. find out, you know, sometimes the quirky people have good skills. Anyway, it was 
It was really fun. I really liked it. Really, really liked it. So you have to now read it. Yes, I will be, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it's funny because I went from those two really fast-paced adventure-type stories mm-hmm. and then I went into semi-definitive list of worst nightmares. Now, look, that's not a bad read and it's not a slow read, <laughs> but it felt really slow <laughs> after, oh. after the first two. It was really good, though. It was very different. It was a much more you had to really think about what was not said sometimes to to really get the most out of that book and it was a very poignant way of of talking about mental illness yeah this is crystal sutherland so we met her were you there when we met her she was here with jennifer niven i think um at a penguin event yep few years ago and that's where i got this book um i think i think it was out maybe maybe it was before this book came out but anyway um i think you either uh, read it because you were about to meet her or you read it because you met her and then thought you really had to read it maybe yeah but um it's like a a book where the whole family is cursed and they have it's not magical realism, but it, it almost it is be because magic. she... They're not sure if it is magic no. or not. and there's lots of mental illness issues, and, and, and but it's discussed in a real fantasy, paranormal yeah. manner. And yeah, it's, it is. It's, it was really well done. And still at the end, I'm like, was death there or was death not there? And do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I loved it for that reason. It was, yeah. it was, still, it was quite ambiguous as it to was. what was actually going on. So you yeah. make your own mind up. It's funny because I read, I looked, I did some Googling afterwards and there were quite a few people that felt that it, it was still too superficial a look at really serious mental illness. I don't know if I, I, I thought it was a really good, soft, gentle way of talking about different mental illnesses. Yep. Um, to maybe teenagers that don't need it, the brutality of, of all of it, yeah. right, right in their it faces. It can be quite confronting if it you can talk be. About so it, it was a good way. way to, I think, you know, approach it in a slightly different way. Yep. Because it covered a lot, really, of mental different Is it types set of mental illnesses. Because she's an Aussie. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't I'm pretty that. sure it's set in like um, New South Wales somewhere. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I I really enjoyed it. But I read that much more slowly <laughs> than yeah. I'd read the last few. Um, I also read Whisper by Lynette Lo- Noni. This was to you More know Aussies, my yay. well I also was like post Fardasia and <laughs> yes. just missing that world. I finally caught world. up with her by the way. I yeah. went to Supernova in, at the Gold Coast last weekend. Um, uh, I was working on like I was volunteering on the photo studio the whole weekend, okay. so I was really busy up that other end of the mm-hmm. place. But I grabbed my books and ran down the other end to where the authors were, and I missed uh, meeting. B.E. Schwab was there. Oh, no, um, that's a shame. Okay. So I got a copy of her book, The Near Witch, get it. but I did, couldn't get it signed because I didn't see it. But I did I did meet her because she came to get a photo with the Somebody. guys from Teen Wolf. I think the Tylers from Teen Wolf okay. were there, and she came to get a photo, and so I met her then. But anyway, Lynette was there, and I finally got her to sign um, by Daisy because we hadn't been to any of her events, yeah, so I hadn't got I know. It's... Um, anyway, what did you think of Whisper? I haven't read it. I liked yet. it. It was it's I mean it's it's more sci fi yeah. than um it's like some kind of dystopian yeah. thing, right? It's it's got a slightly X Men vibe, but with oh, okay. more like, you know, people have got all of a sudden these paranormal abilities and things like that. But so it's in this like underground time. cover Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And um it's like this sort of secret government um, you know, 
holding facility type thing and it's a very different end book than it is beginning book and I don't want to say too much because I can't Mm. remember what's sort of available to you at the beginning of the book compared to what you know at the end (laughs) okay no spoilers um it's it's very different though to Greyvale and Vardasia and stuff like that and I maybe read it a bit too soon because I was like this isn't what I like it was fun but it was like it's not what I'm going to be reading about right now (laughs) Anyway, you needed the epic fantasy. Well, she's well, um she's yeah. finished, I believe, the second book now. She's finished the edit. She was. I feel like it must be it. time soon for book yeah, two. Yeah, I'm not sure out. when it's coming, but it is coming. Yeah, there's a lot of you don't know who to trust and who not to trust in Whisper and who's actually in on it and which side is actually the right side. It's good in that way because there's no clearly delineated good and evil and who's good and who's evil changes constantly with more information so that's okay that's interesting I, I, yeah did you hear this is like going on sidetrack again um that the people who went to the um sarah j mars was recently in australia and they, i know down in sydney she, though yeah she was yeah. in melbourne and not and in sydney. brisbane she didn't come here sadly but um lynette was hosting her in melbourne that's i think because they're besties now right besties aren't yeah, they because they met right. at a supernova when we that's were right when her. we were there yeah. yeah um so she is now um co-writing or helping anyway sarah yeah. with her world of of throne of glass okay book, which i'm not sure when that's coming out either but she's been um helping her compile that <laughs> but i feel i so told so you exciting. i really felt that the last couple of books of the arcanai series i felt you could tell that sarah yeah, J. Mars, definitely. I, I just i'm not saying she couldn't have written a good book without it but it just oh, no, had that touch about yeah, it she definitely it really had, did like, inspired her more to you know it became more big epic i feel like do you know what yes world that's, building yeah. that's it that's it yeah and i think it was i, I don't know that friendship made it a better series i think <laughs> well it was great anyway but by the time it all ended oh it was um so anyway yes that's what i have been reading um i then got the audiobook out of light mage by laurie forrest which is the novella pre oh sorry it's a novella there, there were two novellas that she released yep. uh, one is a prequel which i haven't read and this one sits in between it's it's like a parallel time frame okay it's like slightly before the very first book the black witch and then it sort of runs i think in parallel it starts off before but then it brings a different character up to the same point of time oh okay as the main characters in the main books now for a novella we're talking it's over 300 pages it's really a novel (laughs) yes i think in the same universe but you know it was really i was really getting into it it was really interesting and then my audiobook time ran out and it has a six-week wait list <laughs> to get it again so i'm literally 50 percent through and i'm like what happens now that sucks anyway by the time i get it i'll probably have to start it afresh because i will not remember yeah. so that was very sad but i have i have you know since got the second Crusader about cow book um we talked about once was magic i think it's called once was magic wizards of once wizards of once yep. okay wizards of once which we both talked about last time and i think i mentioned then that i had the audiobook on hold with a ridiculous wait time anyway yes. it came off weight so nice. i have started um twice magic by Crusader cow and it's the same quirkiness it's good yay <laughs> it's to, good to get a copy of it yes wish has got her hands on a spell book and it's been oh dear there's a there's a there's a witch smeller 
that's come Ooh. in that the that the that the queen has recruited to rout out the witch the witches. Is it anyway, still David Tennant? Yes. Oh. Still David Tennant. It's I'm good. Have to listen to it. Yeah. And then I'm actually reading um Defy the Stars by Claudia Gray, which came out a couple of years ago, but the final book of the trilogy was released in April, so this month. So I thought, well, this is a good time to read it. Um, her books are quite fast reads, you know, not hard to read books and so far, you know, this has been the same. It's quite interesting. It reminds me a lot of Illuminae in some Wait, it, it reminds me kind of a mix of Illuminae and the Lifeblood series, which I don't remember if Lifeblood's first blood, I think, was the very first book of yeah, that series. Yeah, yeah, it's got a kind of mix of both because it's kind of got a religious element in a non-religious science fiction type way. Um, for some reason, those two books are the two that it really brings to mind. There's definitely artificial intelligence is a big part of it, and yep. it reminds me a lot of the AI and Illuminae as well. Okay, the voice yeah. gives me that same vibe. So yeah. it's a bit Aiden. It is a bit Aiden, but it's Abel. Oh, okay. very religious okay. reference there too. Yes, but um, and it's not a spaceship. It's a it's a mech. Is what they're called. But it's so far been a really interesting book. I've quite liked it. It's been easy to get into. I've heard really good things about it. Yeah. Actually. Well, I really liked actually. her Parallel Universe series. I thought that was great fun. Yeah. So. Yeah. It seems to be at that same level of it's not really deep and like, whoa, it's just fun. It's good, fun YA. So, great. Yeah. So, I'll probably be just finishing that trilogy now because I've got all three of those books. So, I'll just okay. rip through them quickly. <laughs> hmm. What about you? What have you been reading? What about me? I've, uh, I'm going through another reading lull at the moment, which you is You have terrible. been in a reading slump for the year. I know. Well, I've been. You've been in I've a been writing. writing. So, yes. it's, once you start it's writing, you don't. Both read which is bad but i've been trying i did read one smith i know that so i have glad. been saying for ages that i was going to read it well you did um, it and i did and it was great i, told I really you enjoyed it, was great. it. <laughs> i thought it was better than the first so one this is this jessica townsend's second um it's the uh, nevermore series yep. so the trials of Morgan crow yes mm-hmm. um and it was yeah really good did Magic you think school, it was better was the than the first school. one I, I thought, thought it, was, it was better written. It was different. Yeah, de- I thought it was better written. It was different in that um, the first one was more of a um, let's get out of this trouble and into some other thing, whereas the second one was more she's at school, she's trying to solve some problems and um, and and they explored the city and they did yes, all the, I, I the like map that. stuff. I thought it was brilliant, of course, because I make maps and I love maps. Um, and... The magic was great, mm-hmm. like her coming into her magic and and her giving like, a different perspective yeah, on Wonder Smiths in general. I like the history yeah. of the Wonder Smiths and the different views. I thought that yep. was very interesting. Yes, so definitely recommend. Like, actually, also the covers are a a good. Like, um, my eight year old saw the cover of it there, and he goes, "What's this book about? This looks really good. It's got a Harry Potter vibe. Like, that's why I think." I said to him, "You can read it if you want. There's nothing in there that." And he's like, nah. Be a good tip. But they're quite big books. Like <laughs> they're, they're huge. And they're not illustrated or anything, so it's all words. So it's like um, I think it might be a little way off, but I might convince him to read them sooner or later because I think he'd enjoy it. I think those sorts of books, I think 10 seems to be the magic. For the good for the readers that enjoy reading, I think those yeah. thick ones. Unless you're like a prenatally weird, excellent reader. But even if you are, <laughs> but, they generally don't necessarily have the comprehension for yeah, that maybe, much yeah, yeah, yeah. in one hit. 
That's my so opinion. anyway, I'll anyway. keep it there and maybe he'll. Wonder it's the time. same size as Illuminae. Just looking at, I can see Illuminae on your bookshelf. I'm like, it's not that different in size to Illuminae. <laughs> like maybe the writing is bigger. I don't know. Yeah, but I it's think... a fairly fat book. But anyway, I enjoyed Wonder Smith, and I'm I'm sad that we still didn't, haven't got to meet Jessica. But one well, day, one day I'm we're sure going we're going to meet her. We're going to have to make That's the effort and just bail on whatever other plans have cropped up or something, <laughs> and just do it. Yeah, put ourselves first. Um, so the other person that I met at um, Supernova for the first time actually is um, Rachel Craw, who is from New Zealand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She came over for the Supernova Melbourne Gold Coast tour. And um, so I'm reading The Rift. So she originally, she wrote um, I was Spark, say, this isn't her first and, series, No, is she it? wrote a four, a, I think the there's trilogy four or, or a trilogy. Yeah, yeah, I know that I, I can vi- envision Spark, Spark, the cover yeah. on my... And it's got glow and like something else maybe. Or... I don't know, but I've, I've had those books for ages yeah. and I haven't read them and I feel I terrible because that... Rachel is so lovely on all her social media. Like okay. She responds to everything that you oh, um, wow. comment and stuff. But The Rift is her newer book that came yeah. out last year and it's great. It's like um, this island, mysterious island with these ley lines. Oh, and no, this oh, they is open not portals. the books. This is not the book. So Spark, Stray Spark. and Shield. No, this is not the series. Oh, that's not what I was thinking, thinking of. Of, from the cover that is okay well anyway okay. she um i haven't read those ones yet i will but you have but them. but i do i'm halfway through rift, the rift at the moment and it's great yeah so it's enjoying it it's got an evie in it probably why you yeah, watched it yeah. um it's got a very whisper sound vibe <laughs> does it yeah just just reading that a whisper sound vibe mm. yeah okay. well this the rift is um this rift opens to another realm and these yeah, it's got these like werewolf type things that come through, and okay. or, you know they're not werewolves; they're they're rift hounds or something, okay. they're demons like hellhounds yes. type thing. Yeah. So um, it's great. Awesome. I just haven't had a lot of time. Like the the few times in the last week that I have sat down with it, mm-hmm. I have not been able to focus. And it's not the book's fault. The book is great. I'm just not in the frame of mind for reading it. At the moment. That's what so cool. I'm like when I'm so shattered and I go to bed and I'm like, I'll put the audio book on and I don't even get through, I reckon, two or three minutes. I'm asleep that fast. <laughs> yep. Which was my problem with Light Mage. I had it for the normal amount of time. I just kept falling asleep, kept yeah, falling asleep. Yeah. And I'm not doing any big drives at the moment to have a good block yeah, to okay. listen to. I yeah. just do lots of short five-minute runs to the shops and stuff, which isn't really worth putting an audio book on. Yes. Very sad. Mm. So, have you got anyway, anything on the coming yeah, up? So you're I'm, going to I'm going read. to read Aurora Rising, definitely. And you're going to love next. it, and you're going to be able to read it fast because it's addictive. Good. Okay. Well, I'll try and do that. I need to do it before. Well, it's coming out on the seventh of May, so it's not far away. It's only yeah. a couple of weeks, and um, yeah, it'll be there soon. So yeah, I'll read that. I'm very got... sad. I couldn't get a copy with the purple pages i had a quick oh. look at the bookstore and it all was fallen over like it got completely yeah, okay. yeah. couldn't handle they the load out really fast. it couldn't handle the load and then when i went back because i forgot about it and i was like well that's sold out now the autographed purple mm-hmm. paged copy and i'm like that was a bit sad <laughs> maybe we'll just quickly mention this the other tv that we've been watching first okay. just so okay. we don't forget to do that all right well i've the only other show that i have been super hooked on has been the redo of Roswell, which I watched the first couple of episodes. I'm like, oh, I don't know. But, you know, it kept coming out week by week. I didn't have Game of Thrones or anything to watch. And yep. so I kept 
kept going to the gym and sticking the episode on. It was my Friday routine. And then I realized I was actually quite hooked on this show. And it's coming, I think episode 11 or something just came out on Foxtel and it's gotten really full on. And it's nothing like the original TV show. It's really quite different. And I'm like... I'm really quite into this now. And I like that the characters aren't in high school. I like that they're, you know, 10 years older than the high school kids. It's really quite good. It just got renewed for another season. Oh, did it? Because when I was looking, when I started realising I was a bit hooked, they hadn't... I saw a post about it this morning or yesterday They were like, they probably won't announce it because it's coming out. It's going to be released in the US on Netflix. And they said it hasn't had brilliant results on the CW channel or whatever channel it's on. But they said they'll probably hold off on making a decision until after it launches on Netflix because a lot of these shows don't do great. But then they put it on Netflix and it gets binged and then it does really well. So I think think they were like we'll just hold off that was what I had thought so that's exciting to find out that there's a second series because she just got real man like and it really deviated (laughs) I felt from the original how long is the series I think it's only gonna my gut is if there's only like one more episode like do you know I, I it's either episode 11 or 12 that's just had, and I think it must have been 11, and I'm guessing there's 12 episodes in the season. That's my guess because it had a lot of, like, reveals and it deviated from the original, okay. and they were good reveals, I thought. Yes. Anyway, so I've been quite hooked on that. Um, that's really the only other show. I started watching Sabrina. It's still too soon for me to... Okay. And I wasn't into the original Sabrina, so I don't know anything I about the this, world. This new one is quite dark. Very dark. Yeah. I will not watch it with the kids around. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like there's people being eaten in rituals and things. Oh, my God. Like okay. it's It's probably not for me then. <laughs> um, oh, it's not that. It's not like Jessica Jones gruesome or Game of Thrones gruesome. Like okay. it's hidden, but... It's still disgust and things like that. So right. it's definitely dark magic. Yeah, it's I not heard it good was like witches. that. Yeah, it's yeah. dark. There's nothing good about these witches, really, even though you find the characters quite likable. So oh, it's okay. a hard line to – it's very different to the original. Right, okay. Which I didn't really ever watch, but I did see the odd no, episode of, and it was a very comedy. comedy. Yeah, 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 I thought it was, yeah. Yeah, okay. so that's really all I've been watching. You obviously well, are well in the the supernatural yes. verse still. Oh, I can't stop with supernatural. I'm sorry. The, the next season fifteen is going to be the final season ever. They're finishing. You're going to finally. Have, you're going to have withdrawal. Yeah, definitely. We're already the the fandom is already in withdrawal. <laughs> in withdrawal. You should have seen the sadness that came so out. So 2020 after they is the final season. Yeah, well, it starts okay. in. September usually. Oh, okay, so it'll, okay. It'll finish this time. Like today, like an hour ago, is when the season finale of season 14 just aired today. Oh, okay, um, okay. So a year And it's 26 from now, episodes a season, obviously, or 22 it's or 2020. 20, 20, okay. Most of the seasons are 23, okay. but this season was only 20. And there'll be probably, I guess, 20 next okay. season. I'm not sure exactly. But so it's kind of like now... Before you knew that if someone died, they were probably going to be back. Like At some it wasn't. Too. There was no real kind of consequences to stuff. But now that everything's ending, it's like suddenly everyone's a lot more stressed about everything because okay. anything could happen at this point. So um, t- apparently, the finale that's just been on has has been amazing, and everyone's talking about it. So I I will not see social it media for a blackout. few days. <laughs> um, so I'm just it's on in Australia on Monday night. 
Um, so I will see it and and have to discuss it later with people, but I'll have to keep away from social media for a bit. Social media blackouts for that. Social media blackouts I for Game know. of Thrones. So the other thing is magicians. The, mm. the magicians is now finished its fourth season and okay. um, it's been so great. Like some of the seasons are better than others. It's such a great show. So it's, just, I don't know, we've talked about this before. It's magical university where people um, yeah. go to you know See, learn magic and become it magicians. wasn't the magical university that hooked me though it was the well, book series that they jump into type thing like yeah do you they know don't what I mean? do a lot of Sorry. stuff at university no Nothing, the, the, it's not focused on the uni a lot no but so it was they the land of fillery, fillery that i was like that was what was my which draw is an card, alternate which is, which is parallel like, universe type which is thing. very narnia-esque type thing yeah that's yes. what's yes and it's so quirky i love i love fillery it's just random mm. everything about it is random but anyway the the final i need to get my hands on these later seasons obviously my amazon <laughs> prime subscription ran out i'm not paying for it we already have enough subscriptions mm, i know you end up with too many don't you that's right but anyway um so the there's a lot of pain in the fandom at the moment because the end of the fourth season was really has rough. it deviated from the books now or is it still oh, no, i only read the first book. okay but the, the, is the book series completed it is isn't yeah, it there was, it's it a, was trilogy. a trilogy so yeah. i just wonder if the series has kept going in line with the trilogy or if it's I, gone past I that? I think there were elements of the other books that made it... Like the first book was pretty much the whole first season okay. and a little bit extra. They, they kind of overlapped with season two. Okay. I think. But I don't know what happens in the second and third book, so okay. I'm not sure. How much it's aligned. But I just love the characters are all having their... Like it's not just focused on, on Q anymore. Mm. It's like the characters all have their own stories, everything now. Yeah. So... Anyway, I can't tell you any more about what happens, but it was rough. <laughs> it was okay. a rough one to watch. Um, but anyway, we've got a few more on the list here that are coming um, up this year, definitely right. being made. See, I don't know about you, but I feel quite like, you know, authors will announce or companies will announce that they've optioned some books. And I used to get really excited every time I'd hear that. Now yes. I'm like, I can't get excited because just because it's been optioned. Yeah, means literally nothing. all they've done is sold the rights to make it. They yeah. Nothing And then happen. half of his stuff never turns into anything. So I just have to wait till I actually know it's in production now. <laughs> well, Do you know we, what I mean? Because until it's in production, know. it's like, uh, yeah, anyway. So we've got, we definitely got Good Omens is coming out at the end of May, May 31. It's not far away now, even though they've been talking about it for so long. Yeah. Um, That's Neil Ga Gaiman, right? Yes, yeah. and Terry Pratchett. Okay. So I haven't actually still read the book. I need to yeah. get a copy of it before. I feel like I really need to read it mm. as as a Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett fan yeah. individually. <laughs> I yeah. need to um, read this book before I see mm -hmm. it. Um, and that's got David Tennant and Michael Sheen in it. And the, okay. the trailers look amazing. And what's amazing. it coming out on? Netflix? Uh, Foxtel? We don't know. I, I saw... If you watch the Isn't trailer, it it'll tell you. Uh, I don't think it's look. Netflix. I, I think don't know enough about it. So. I'm pretty sure it's like a Foxtel thing in Australia. And, oh, great. Uh, okay. It could be okay. like Hulu or something like that. I'm not All sure right, exactly. Let's have a little look. Let's okay. have a little look. Oh, network BBC Two, original network Amazon Video. So it's an Amazon. Gosh, okay, maybe I am okay. going to need to do this Amazon Prime. Because I never got around. Might be the easiest. One. I never got around <laughs> to American it. Gods. Like I, that was on my list too, and I've now actually bought on Blu-ray the first American Gods season. I still haven't watched it, okay. so I will have to. Um, but that makes sense actually, because often they'll do the same writers. Yeah. You okay. know, so another yeah. Amazon. Okay, um, that did look good. 
We've got, um, I saw recently that um, Pierre Ford, who is a uh, booktuber and mm-hmm. actress, she's in a few different series already. She's Australian. Uh, she's putting together a web series of um, Jay Kristoff's Nevernight series. Okay. So this is Mia and the Assassins. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, what do you call it? It's like a, it's a school, but it's also like a, well, almost a religion. <laughs> assassins who... Um, you know, go through this blood portal, and it's very bloody. The whole it thing. was very dark. I have but, to. Admit, I've only read the first one. I couldn't bring myself. Oh, they're to very read the good. They're, they're they're very good. And the the last book is it's coming got a very out in a few Roman feel about it or something. It is a little yeah. bit Roman, yes. Mm. But anyway, she's um putting that together, and it's coming out soon. I think. Okay. Right? okay. Going into production soon, yeah. at least. So the wheel of like, because obviously we're going to talk about Game of Thrones in more detail. There's been a lot of fantasy picked up because I think they all know Game of Thrones is finishing. Yes. So we've talked on this podcast on and off about the whole Wheel of Time debacle because yeah. that was one of the very first series to ever get optioned on anything back in the 90s, but it was a terrible company that never did anything with it. Anyway, <laughs> that all went to court and then Sony and Amazon picked up the series because yeah. it's huge. It's like 13 books or something. And um, it it um, is actually starting production in September this year for release, right, okay. I believe. I don't know if it's just the pilot that's going into production or if they've actually optioned it and they're starting production for an entire series. My gut is I'm positive from what I've read, it's been a while, that it's actually the first season is in going into production so that i think they're trying to get on the bandwagon so game of thrones finishes this year they have it ready to go for next year yeah okay because you know Mm. a lot of people i started reading game of thrones back in like 99 2000 because i'd read everything that was available from the wheel of time series because i read that in my high school years this is how long ago we're talking and I was like, well, what do I read now? Because it's always years and years between these Wheel of Time books. And someone was like, well, if you like the politics and stuff in Wheel of Time, read Game of Thrones. And mm. I didn't like Game of Thrones at the time. Yeah. I read the first two books and was like, I'm not into any of these characters. So I'm interested to see how this goes. Because for all the people keep saying Game of Thrones worked because it was so unique. I'm like, actually, personally, I don't see Game of Thrones as that unique. It's a dark fantasy but it's still a fantasy series. Yes, there are lots of Lord of the Rings type fantasy series as well with more magic and wizards. But yeah. Game of Th- sorry, Wheel of Time is is a very female centric fantasy where the okay. main strong characters are women. Men go mad from magic. It's a very interesting world, and there's a lot of great cultures and politics and things. Mm. But women are the strong characters in in Wheel of Time, and I think this is a perfect time. Yeah. In culture to release it as a series yeah. like to be honest i'm glad that they went through all that they went through because i'm really hoping that <laughs> they make something they get good some out great of it. <laughs> actresses and they turn it into this really women sorry it's not women-centric there are still main male characters it's yeah. just women are strong they've got good voices they're really good personalities and i hope that it gets done well i really do it could get done so badly <laughs> i'm so worried <laughs> I'm worried and excited at the same time. Anyway, oh, fingers crossed for that. I know, I know. And you said you'd watch the trailer for the new His Dark Materials. Yes, I saw that. Which um, I'll have to get into because I'll, I'll, I'll find it again it. and I'll link it. So it was. Um, this is a BBC production, so yeah. who knows how we'll get it over here? If we're lucky, it'll come to SBS or something. I don't know. Uh, it's got. 
yeah, James McAvoy and Ruth Wilson. So it it looked amazing. Like Lin Manuel Miranda. Yeah, it looked quite dark and um kind of. I need to watch it again to I remember. I wonder if he's what the exactly dad, the sort it. of mean dad type thing. There's like a dark mean dad because if you know, said it's there's a big like character. A, there's also like the professors at Oxford and stuff. I, it's been so long since I, I read know. the books. I need to read them again. I read them because I watched the. I went to see the Golden Compass in the cinema. Didn't even know it was based on books because back oh, then. Okay. I don't know, this wasn't really talked about and I didn't look into it and I went, this was a crappy movie, but, man, there's some really interesting world building. Ah. I bet that this is a book. And then sure yeah. enough it was. Yeah. took ages to get copies of the trilogy and then I devoured it. Yep. Yeah, I read them all really quickly too, I think, once I found them. Yep. It might have been a high school or something. No. The, well, oh, for me, the movie came out. The movie came out. I was definitely working. I wasn't in high school anymore when that came out. I went with I Mark, have been so I had to be post us getting together. Well, they were bigger in England, the books. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Anyway. I've still coming. got that same trilogy in my box set that I have from when I bought that after seeing that, ready to go for when the kids are a little bit older. Oh. Okay, so the um, I'm looking at Wikipedia. It says, it says upcoming 2019, but it doesn't have any dates. So who okay. knows when it will be released. But there definitely is a trailer out there, mm. um, and I'll and link it. Considering it's being done by HBO for international distribution, it'll be on Foxtel for us Aussies, yep. which is a bit sad. It's already been renewed for a second season, though, so that's how confident they are. They've already renewed the second season. Eight episodes. So, yeah, that'll be really interesting. Oh, mm. it's Jane Tranter and Julie Gardner. They're, they're like, really involved with um, Doctor Who. Awesome. Back in the like oh, a well, few from years ago, BBC. So that's. Do you know so, what yeah, I mean? No, that's mm. that's promising. Okay, good. All right. Well, we'll look out for that one. Yeah. An update later. Um. Now you didn't write on the list, but I'm going to mention it. Um. The Witcher, which look, yes. I never read the books, but my other half played the computer game, and the computer yes. game was apparently amazing. He got really hooked yep. into that. The music from the game is really and good. And everybody raves about the, the books who got hooked on the computer game. So. I remember quite a while ago I was looking into well, when's this TV show come out. I had to admit I was watching him play occasionally going, oh, this it, does look like quite interesting. Is it like a post-apocalyptic thing or I can't even remember what the game's about. Well, in the game what I was watching was there's like a young girl has gone missing and he's got a hunt. He's he's trying to find it. That's what the beginning of the oh, game okay. is. He's looking okay. for the clues. But he's got like preternatural type abilities yep. that make him a witcher. It's like, I mean, okay. I watched okay. the computer. I, I don't so know how much the books paranormal. are like that. It's a bit like a preternatural detective, I think, The Witches. But it's got a, I say post-apocalyptic maybe, but it's still a fantasy feel about the world in the game anyway. So I think, is it angels or something that are going to be in it? Or, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, either. Look it up or elves maybe, something like that. There's Ooh. definitely a unicorn in the game because everyone laughs about the raunchy sex scene on the unicorn. <laughs> Oh in God, the game what? yeah i know it's that, that but that's where everyone goes they go wtf because there's this like unicorn and this naked chick and this yeah anyway wow okay <laughs> right I'll, I'll have to find because everyone's going to be like what is she talking about i will find the review that i watched that made me laugh about that yep okay good yeah <laughs> i'm Mind looking boggles. forward to, okay i'm looking forward to that no i haven't read the books i probably should but i'm willing to let this one go yep. and do. it wasn't i didn't a, even know they were books the books aren't written they weren't originally written in english so they were oh, translated okay. it's like danish or something yeah okay. something scandinavian mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure 
the books. Maybe Dan- yeah, Danish, I said, yeah. I don't know. Anyway. I should look it up and put the it in The cult anyway. classics. Right. Mm. Uh, the other one we had on the list was Throne of Glass, which we... Haven't heard keep... about since 2016, basically. That's right. Like, they said they were making it, and they said... And I believe that um, Sarah Maas actually tweeted a, a copy of a, of a um, oh. screenplay she was working yeah. on. But since then, we haven't heard anything. So, don't know. Hopefully, know. it's still going on. <laughs> I'm sad. I felt like that would be good as a TV show. Oh, I, really I, hope, I hope they're still on the way to making it. I don't but know. it's very hey. quiet. It's very quiet. All right, let's go on to Game of Thrones, shall we? Yes. Finally, let's. the two-year wait is over. I know. <laughs> We're getting new Game of Thrones. I'm going to say I re-watched in anticipation seasons five, six, and seven okay. to get myself wow. in the mood. I okay. felt that that was yep. all I had time to do, yes. and I really went a bit hardcore with that. <laughs> But I'm regretting that now because after, like the day before season eight came out, yeah. I saw this Instagram post where someone had linked what the main writers had said. If you're going to rewatch Game of Thrones, these are the 21 episodes to watch in right, advance. Okay. And I was yep. like, most of them are in the first four seasons, which I didn't watch. <laughs> and I'm kicking myself. And all these... I've gotten really hardcore and my other half and I have watched so many videos of, you know, the really hardcore people that have read all the books, read all the lore, read all of the little extra yep. bits and pieces of interviews that George R. R. Martin had done and put it all together with their theories. Yep. We've been watching all those videos and I feel like I needed to rewatch season one and two. Like season two yeah. has all of this The Prince That Was Promised stuff, which seems to now be a big thing. Yeah, I've seen a few. That's Azor High, which I they never call him Azor High. They never call it Azor High anyway. We'll talk about that prophecy so much in, in the show. Series, yeah. But they talk about the prince that was promised, and it's the same thing. That's yep. the translation. So I'm like, I feel like we needed to know more. And I couldn't even remember that there was a red comet across the sky in season two. But apparently, that's to do with yeah, Azor that's part High. of the prophecy. Like, yeah. Well, anyway, okay, we're getting ahead. Sorry, um, <laughs> I'm rambling so, in excitement. So there will be spoilers. Like I'm just saying, if you if you haven't seen the first two episodes of this of season eight, um, save this until you have and come back later. No, seriously, um, we're going to talk if about you're what's a Game happened. of Thrones fan <laughs> and you haven't watched the first two. You, you can't call yourself you know, fan, you don't man. Have, you know, you might not have access. It's to... It's international release. They release it all yeah, in conjunction. That's why we get it I'm at just... eleven o'clock on a Monday. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, this season is only six episodes long. I know. I don't know um, how it's going to get wrapped up in but, that. But they're all really long. Like, we've already had um, we've had two that were or, that were an hour, but this one coming up on Monday like an is hour an hour, half. one hour, 22 minutes. And the other ones are all over, also over an hour long. So, wow. So there's a lot of time still in which to do all the things. I can't see how they can get it all closed off. So basically where we're waiting now for the Battle of Winterfell, which is about to happen. And I've got to say the last two episodes have been the happiest episodes that we've ever had in Game no of Thrones. No one died. No one died. Everyone was happy you know, with each other. They were happy to well, see no each other. Well, that's not 100% true. Well, Jane, no, the they, they, finished, they finished, you know, episode one had that awesome ending where Bran had been sitting in the middle of the yeah, no, he main just sat there for going, hours I'm waiting, waiting for, for a friend. And I thought he was talking about waiting for Sam when he met up with Sam and said, you've oh. got to 
you know, you got the blab, the news. Yes. But he wasn't. He was waiting for Jamie. And that was such an excellent cliffhanger. <laughs> he didn't even say anything. So he just well stared at him. Have you seen all the memes that have been going around? I know. <laughs> well, look, staring at everybody. let's be real. Bran is a bit of a, that weird younger brother, wet blanket. <laughs> well, he is now since becoming the three-eyed raven little bit um they all just there. do you know what though i feel like you know he's got enough of siblings i know they've been all separated for i don't know how many years but surely one of them can say dude there's something up with you not just sit there and sort of do you know what i mean they all sort of sit there and go okay i'll just accept you for who you are <laughs> yeah no one goes what is up with that Tyrion did and then they cut away from that yeah scene they didn't and I show like, that yeah i wanted to hear that story it was important <laughs> yes tell me about that i'm like well why didn't any of your siblings ask you about that because i'd be concerned if one of my siblings started to act like a maybe they'd, maybe they'd heard about what had been up with him i'm trying I don't to think so See, this is the problem i'm having now because we've had it's been two years since the last See, season that's why i rewatched. i haven't rewatched anything and i didn't find any um good websites for recapping everything before i went into this and I, all these people are meeting up again and i'm like when was the last time you were together with all of the different pairings? Well, some of them haven't been together since the first like episode. I know, I know. And yeah, that that's that's been difficult to kind of work out. Because it, even like Brienne wasn't in the first episode at all and I was like, she's still alive, right? Like where where is she? And then she just turned up in the second episode like she was always see, there. See, like, that wasn't a problem for me, but obviously I knew what was going on with her at the end of season seven, so it yeah, never, never yeah, even yeah, yeah. flinched. So I, I, just, she was I just didn't remember. Yeah. Okay, okay. But anyway, oh. uh, I'm trying to think what, what else happened in the first episode that we – the so first good. episode, what everyone online talks about is it's basically a parallel to the very first episode yes. of the show and they ran a lot of symmetry between they the did. two episodes. There was a great article, I will link it, um, as to it lists out all the parallel stuff with episode oh, one. Which is which the but whole thing loads. is basically a parallel. And I didn't it, it the article's called something like Things You've Missed from episode one. Okay. Um and See, I didn't feel like I really points missed any of it. All but... of it out. And some of it was just like I didn't notice that at all. But some of it I did notice. <laughs> the stuff that makes me really like when people do that and then they talk about they use the exact same music and I'm like, look, I like music, but the fact that you know that that is the music that was used there and there, like, that's the, hardcore, the, man. The thing with Game of Thrones music is a lot of it is the same. It it's, sounds very similar, yeah. It, but they've got, got the their same own kind of themes and themes, themes apparently. Okay. Well, whenever they, they've been playing a bit of the music on um, – like classic local classic oh, okay. FM recently. Have they? <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's what I listen to in the car, so I, I've been hearing it. But every time it's on and I, I come in in the middle of it, I'm like, oh, this is Game of Thrones music. Mm. And you get to the end and it's like, yep, it's from Game of Thrones because it's really it's quite distinctive. Okay. Anyway, um, yes, I was I was so pleased to see Jamie show up <laughs> eventually, and he's um, he's like. The chemistry with Brienne and that, and then like Tormund comes in and tells that story well, about Tormund's, the giants and stuff. I know. Like, Tormund's the comic God. relief. He's dying. That's my thought. He's gonna die. I hope he doesn't because he's so funny. I he's love him. He's going to die because Brienne and Jamie need to get it on. And even yeah, if they don't ever actually get it on, they might that. not actually ever. But I feel like that is the true relationship, and Tormund is just coming up with excuses yeah. as to why they don't take that further. And he really. 
I feel like he's already cast Cersei off, but he really needs to get rid of this Well, he's never with slept her. with a single other woman in this entire show. Well, Cersei has yeah. slept with multiple men. So it shows that the faithfulness is more one-sided, even though she's pregnant with his baby, and that's not going to last. That's my other... Yeah, and he knows that too now. Like, he knew he's before still he left. Chosen. Yeah, he's it's funny. His left. character... And, and from what I can tell... In the books, he doesn't have this same redemption arc that he does in he the does, TV show. Um, a He's bit. still fairly he, unlikable. He doesn't have the same fan following that in the TV show. People are like, I used to hate I, him. Now I actually quite like him. I, I quite like I him. Like, in the books, I liked him. Yeah, at the start, he was, he was terrible. But in by the end of book four, I think, I can't remember if he's in book five at all, but by the time his arc had finished in the books, he was heading up to to either the, the like the... Um, You've read up to what he's written, right? Yes, yeah. I've read book five. Um, he was either heading to the neck, is it? The bit in the middle where the castle is. He was either there or he was at Winterfell. I can't remember exactly. I, I really need to reread books as well because now, now it's been so long I'm getting confused between what happened in the books and what happened in the show sure, now. okay. So, yeah, it's not good. But anyway, mm. I I've always I always shipped him with Brienne, even in <laughs> Like after getting even through in the, the books, books. Okay. yeah, yeah, because they're they're together a fair bit in the books too, and now I just really hope that it happens before either of them die. Well, <laughs> I, I I know we're doing this in a very rambly way, and I was like, we're gonna have to get this. Well, back yeah, we didn't sync, plan but, this very well, but I did think that that ending scene where he knights her, it could have been done, and it just be so frivolous and silly and over the top. But they did it, it was, in such it a. It was very profound. It, it was, was and I think it was profound because there were only a few people there. It yeah. was spontaneous, but it wasn't like a big shining armor, light and glorious scene. It was simple, and it was it was real. Only, it was Do you know only what I mean? Light and glorious because of her smile at the end. But. <laughs> She but, like, so it happy. was done in a really doomsday type way, but in a way, like, you know, they're all about to go to what they think is their deaths. And yeah. it was done because it's right. It made and because, me cry. It was so nice. It was beautiful. But they didn't overact it. They didn't no, overglorify no, it. Just it. it. They just really did good. it perfect. They tempered yeah. that, and that, that was needed. And in that's fact, what that, they do so well in yeah, the that, show. That whole yeah. scene actually with those people in the mm. front of the fire there was just so good it was poignant like almost yeah because they're all sitting around just shooting the breeze before they <laughs> go off to be killed it was such a nothing episode and such a necessary episode it, it was basically it was kind of like a sitcom like not a sitcom but you know like a drama series well, like this it was I, all relationship stuff i have to admit no i watched it happened. and when i finished it i was like come on what a waste we've only got so many episodes and they spent a whole episode just chatting to one another and <laughs> then my so other half though. but then my other half goes well they had to because half these characters are going to be dead at the end of the next yeah. episode and i'm like they needed to have their I'm hearts like, to hearts. oh my goodness i've like I've known that they're going to kill off a whole lot of people, but they really haven't for the last few seasons. There haven't That's been true. a lot of deaths, and I've committed, and I don't want to see these people die. You know, you know the um the I'm scene in the first episode with the wildlings in that in the castle. Um, well, I've forgotten the name of the castle. Last Hearth, is that what it's called? Yes, which I had and to look up because when it happened, I was like, where is Last Hearth? Yeah, like, you know. it's one of the, the, yes, the Bannermen. Like, and um, and the kid in the wall, and I'm just like, fuck, that was scary. Um, But anyway. That was back to season one too. Yeah, that was that was proper horror, that was. But um, I, I was looking at these guys, and they all are named. None of them are throwaway characters. I'm like, I don't 
want any of the wildlings well, to die. But that's it. Like all the throwaway characters that could be offed have been offed. Are dead, yeah, that's right. Everybody Everyone is left, left is yeah, a person so, we don't want to die. Do we want to do some predictions for who we think is going to live and who we think is going to be killed off in episode three? I'm not talking about the end. In episode three, yeah, okay. who do you think well, safe? Before we start, we have to say that a lot of the people are in the crypts supposedly to be kept safe. Um, who knows if they're actually safe in the crypts? The logic to this whole crypts thing is who on earth sends people to where a whole stack of skeletons are yeah. when you've got someone that can resurrect skeletons into zombie-like whites? Like, it doesn't seem logical No, that to is me. true. But then mm. again, where else then, are they going to be? Yeah, well, that's... I mean, when they have wars, that's where you send people who. And we also, I guess, we don't know how, like, you know, if they've got to gotten to a certain age, can they not be resurrected? If they've been beheaded, can they not be resurrected? We know that if they've been burnt, they can't come back. So there must be certain. I don't know. Well, the Night King doesn't have a lot of actual skeletons marching, does he? Some of them are actually some are very skeletal. (laughs) Yeah, some are very skeletal though. So I'm like, is that how old it was? Like when they resurrected it? Well, the other thing we've got to consider is that apparently um, this battle that's coming up is longer than the Battle of Helm's Deep was, which is forty minutes or something. That's the best battle, I think. That's one of the best battles in the end with that complete stark look that Jon Snow gives when he. When he raises all. Oh no, you're talking about Battle of the Bastards. No, 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 no. Oh, sorry, sorry. That was one of the longest hard home. Hard home. Sorry. When they go up to get the wildlings. Okay, Helm's Deep. Okay, which one is Helm's Deep? I've got to think of that. That's in Lord of the Rings. Is that the final in the third? No, no, that's with the in the caves where they are battling on the bridges and stuff. No, no, it's. I can't oh, remember which battle it is. The um, Rohan guys, like when they're. I can't. I anyway, have to it, it's a very it. long. In the movie, it's it goes the... for like forty minutes at all battles. Okay. So, and that's one of the longest scenes, battle yeah. scenes ever. In, this whole in film. episode so, is basically going to yeah, be battle. Yeah, the whole the whole episode is going to be battling, and uh, I they I mean, who have they got with them? They've got the Undying, the 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 eunuchs. Yeah, yeah. Okay, they've got they... the Dothraki. Yeah, they've got the Eerie. They've got. Winterfell. They've got all of the. They've the, got all the, the north. north. The, They've the got north the eerie all, because Littlefinger brought those knights and they stayed with them. Yep. So they're there. And they've got the wildlings. They've got the wildlings who are left. Yeah, there's not because there aren't <laughs> that many left. A lot died at the wall. A lot died at the wall. A lot died before they made it out from the wall. So, so there's basically none of the Night's Watch left, right? There's only just the guys that who were there. Well, no, because it was only one section of the Night's Watch that was manning that section. That the that, you got to remember the Night Watch is spread. There's not enough to man the entire wall, yeah. but only the ones that were in the one section of the wall that they had the visions. You know how the Lords of the Light people, yeah, yeah, Barak, yeah. Dondarrion, yeah, well, they, they saw, saw that one section go down, and that was where Tormund chose to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was a section of the wall. Yeah, okay. that went so down. There might so be more nights. There'll be some, but there's there not many. a lot. No, there aren't many of them. Um, there's a lot of theory that perhaps Melisandre is bringing people back to come and help. Okay, from where's she? She I'm went. Remember? Her, well, that's because you didn't rewatch season seven. But after <laughs> she coordinates John and Danny meet up, she disappears when John arrives because she goes, "I can't be seen here because he banished her oh. because Stannis wanted to kill her okay. because of." You know, sorry, not Stannis. Um, Davos oh, God, wanted to so kill her. Much to remember. So she oh. went back across the sea 
at yeah, that point. Okay. Yep. But she said to Varys right before she went back across the sea, she goes, both of us are destined to die in Westeros. Right, okay. So, so she's she coming be back. around eventually. So there's theories that she's gone over to get more people affiliated with this Lord of the Light religion yep. to come back to assist. Okay. Because you've got to remember, fire is one of the few things that can destroy. Yeah, that's true. So and the Lord of the Light stuff isn't a bad... He's an odd lord, as far as I'm concerned, an odd god to, you know, burn bait, you know, burn ki- burns kids alive. But anyway, yes. aside from that, <laughs> she will come back before she's... She'll be killed off this season, but she will be back. So there's all the people that reckon she's going to be back in time to assist because some people have to survive. But, yeah, right, well, the Ironborn me. aren't there, but Theon came back yeah, with a few, right. but the Ironborn on a whole aren't there. So there's not much there either. There's not a lot against an unlimited undead army. That's right. And and whoever dies can get re-resurrected, providing the Night King is there. Can go to the other side. Providing the Night King is there. Is he the only one who can do it, though? I think so. And he's the only one with the power to We've turn people into White Walkers. We've never seen anyone else No, it. he's the one that always does the raising. So... Um, so your all theory, that aside, what, the theory that you saw was that the Night King will not be there. At yes. The so there's a, the theories going on, and I'll find these videos so you can watch them as well because these were some uh, we've watched a lot of these YouTube videos, but there are a couple that were better quality overall. Okay. Um, but one of the theories is that you know they've all planned to have Bran out in the open to tempt him so that they can yep. kill him and finish this. But there's a lot of theory that the Night King will not even show up because if you actually look at the whole trailer, he's not shown in any of the shots. Oh. There's no ice dragon shown in any of the shots or noise of the dragons. What a lot of people, well, sorry, what these couple of theories are, are saying is that he's actually not going to be there. He's going down to King's Landing because he's going to destroy King's Landing, create whites down there, and then mass them from both sides. Jesus. <laughs> now... At first I thought that sounds ridiculous, that's not going to happen, he's going to show up. But the reason there, the reasoning behind it is Danny back in like the second season and in the books has these visions of herself in the throne room of King's Landing. Yeah. The roof is completely destroyed. There's snow falling all around and she walks up to the Iron Throne. She's completely on her own. And she's about to put her hand on the Iron Throne. And then she looks to the side and gets distracted and then doesn't touch it and walks away. And then that goes into another vision. In the show, there's apparently about five or six visions that she sees in the in the books. But yeah. in the show, she sees one more vision of her going through the wall, the gate at the wall, into a Dothraki hut and Khal Drogo and a baby is there. But what they're saying is that could just be representing family and love and she chooses to turn away from the throne for love and family which matches yeah if she does love Jon Snow and he actually is the true heir to the Iron Throne that he could turn she could turn away from the throne for love um but the other thing is at some point in this season King's Landing has to get destroyed for that vision to be true so they're saying the dragon and the Night King go down destroy King's Landing set it on fire yeah. Don't ask me where the Golden Company, like the Golden Company, is that what it's called? 
which Cersei yeah, has yeah, yeah. is. Don't ask me what happens to them if they get killed off. I feel like they won't get killed off yet. I feel like they have to be somewhere because otherwise what's happening with Cersei? She can't die in this section because she, like like yeah, at some no. point she's a future battle. Like, do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? They have, well, that's what I was saying to Shane the other day. Like it's they've still got four episodes to go, but in that time they need to have this Winterfell battle and deal with Cersei and and Cersei either has up. to be killed so, by Jamie or killed by Arya. That's what I think yeah. because isn't there some prophecy or something relating to Jamie her dying by the hand that loves her or something? Isn't that something oh, to do with her that prophecy? Familiar, but it does. Yeah, and like he's sure the Kingslayer, and yeah. she is now well, she's queen. But do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it will yeah. be. And if you think about it, it's very cyclical. And he he saved the original war by killing yeah. the king is he going to do it again like are yeah. they going to survive and get through all of this and she's about to betray them and blow everybody up and he chooses to put her out of her misery i don't know but i feel like that's a tempting bittersweet ending do you know what i mean or aria's got her on the list so maybe she kills him i don't yeah, know yeah, she she'll kills her sorry she kills her i, I will like that's amazing and i hope that is all true because it sounds cool but i just don't Uh, see how they can fit this into four episodes no well i was just i was gonna say i've got to say how badass um sansa was in the first episode because she like Tyrion was like yeah cersei's bringing her her army up and she's like is she though (laughs) like how stupid are you to believe that and it turned out that was right anyway she knows what's up the other thing i i think has been interesting is really Danny, and maybe it's not like this in the books, but what grates me about her character is she's got this very smug yes. belief yes, that she, she is does. deserving, but she doesn't actually do very much personally, I don't think, to be deserving. And she feels like right. she doesn't have to prove herself. And yeah, I'm sick she's of this. The rightful queen, but right. I'm sick of this. You've not been in the country your entire life, but you expect everyone just to kneel, and if not, you're going to burn them. Like, that doesn't make you a good person. Yeah, and when Sam said to to um john like you're will you've just given up your crown for her would she be willing to do the same yes. for you because you're now the true heir or whatever and i'm like well i don't think she would i think she would find that she's very hard very bitchy lately like, i think she's got this deserved belief but i feel like and what i've quite liked is like that that scene with her and sansa where it got quite frosty at the end and then theon came back and she had to sit in the background and watch these two people who have a very real human connection yes and at the end of the day she's hardly had that in no, her life at all she doesn't have any of yeah. it and the reality is there are all these people coming together who really truly want to make a better world and survive yeah. and she's just this outsider who yes she's done some great stuff and ended slavery but she doesn't have that connection to the land yep so I'm, I'm hoping because her face when they connect and then he goes oh my queen like afterwards as a side note do, yeah. do you know what i mean i thought that was a very telling and i don't know if they're purposely putting her in those situations because they're trying to show that she's seeing actually she doesn't have as much right the fact that you noticed it probably means that they meant for you to yeah. notice that they generally are pretty good at doing that kind of thing i also but the thing is yeah it's interesting though because i'm I'm also like, I don't know if John and Danny can survive this no, well, because it, at the end of the they episode foreshadow two, too when much. They said, when she finds out and she's just like, 
what the hell? But and not then... only that, they had that little scene between Varus, Stanos, and Tyrion, who, let's be real, oh. are some of the more tempered voices. <laughs> yes. You know, they're great voices and they're good judges of character. Really, yep. they're decent people. And they're like, couldn't the world give us a better place by letting these two young, hopeful, decent people marry? Yep. And they said, but the young never listen to old men like us and love never lasts. And they had that whole, do you know what I mean? And all the people are saying that's foreshadowing. For, yeah, that it'll they, You know, the fact that they made such an effort end. to point it out is also telling us that's too good to be how it's going to end up. Oh, that's an interesting observation. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Well, tell me who you think's going to die then, since you must oh, have a list. Okay. All in this right. battle. In this battle. I think Grey Worm is a definite. He wasn't in the yes. first two episodes except for that one goodbye kiss to Masande, which to me is a he's off because they made enough time to let you say goodbye to that character. And they said, this is what we're going to do in the future, which means, yeah, yeah bye. He's, he's gone. I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> much. I hope not because I like him. No, but, I, well, we hope not for everybody. Let's yeah. be real. <laughs> yes. I feel that Tormund is probably going to die. I feel like Don Darian, who's been resurrected a billion times, is going to die. I feel like he he needs to have um, one more go. Like he need either with and um, with um his, Melisandre maybe. I don't know. They need they they're never together. No, I feel like he's about to serve his purpose in some way. I yeah, don't know what yeah. his purpose is. He's got is. to have another but I Lord feel, of Light moment. Yeah, but I feel that that's happening in this episode and then he's going to be a yeah, goner. Maybe. Yep, okay. Um, I feel like... Oh, I feel like the crypts is going to be okay because I feel like Sansa needs to live. Yes, and she's in the yes, crypts. Yes, okay. And there I can't be, see how some of them could live in the there. crypts and yeah. some of them can't. I can't see how that Maybe works. that little girl defends them all. Like she said she was going to. <laughs> Maybe she will be crucial to it. I don't know. There's stuff that I don't understand, but one of these videos, and I, and I can't work out where they've explained this, but one of these hardcore theorizers is like um, the little bear Mormont, the little girl Mormont. Yeah. She's got plot she's got plot armor is what he calls it yes i don't know how she has plot armor i don't get why she's crucial to the story no i don't either other than the fact that her and jura mormont are related i don't get it but anyway he's like she's got plot armor she'll survive okay. don't get that but then there's also she does she's also awesome. gilly and little sam and sam have plot armor and i don't get that other than the fact that they are the only living people to see real proof that john is yeah, yeah, John is legitimate. Yep. That's the that's the only plot armor I can think of. And they are all in the crypts. So well sorry, Sam's not gonna be in the crypts, but but little Sam and Gilly is in the, the crypts. There is vis- footage of him in the crypts, so he must go from like Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. He said he didn't want to, but maybe he does I think in the end. I think the crypts are going to be reasonably safe because I think Davos is Oh, I think Davos is going to survive, but I don't know if it's just because I like him. I can't actually <laughs> see, other than being that voice of reason for John, mm. I can't see what more purpose he has. I think Jorah will survive. And the reason I think Jorah will survive is yes. because Sam gave his family weapon to Jorah. Yeah. yeah. All right. So Heartsbane, I think the fact that he gave that to Jorah, he didn't need That's to give that armor. to Jorah. I feel that that becomes – it's going to be crucial for some reason. It's going to save his life. That's my guess. And 
it, it like I just I just don't think he's going to die because he they made the effort to put that scene in. Okay, I really think Tyrion. I'm really hoping Tyrion's going to survive. I want him to survive to the end because I feel like I feel like Tyrion is Daenerys's tempered voice where Davos is Jon Snow's tempered voice, and I feel like they need to survive for the political diplomacy reasons just a little bit longer i'm not saying they're going to survive to the end but i think they're going to survive this battle varus we know is dying at some point in the season he's going to be in the crypt though so i don't know he's kind of at this point he's He's given a lot of um prophecy kind of stuff and and interesting information but yeah at this point he's not terribly useful the only thing i could think of is at the like in season seven, him and Danny had a very frank conversation, and she basically says, "I keep you around because I know you're one of the few people that will tell me I'm going, I'm becoming like the Mad King, and you'll do everything you can to stop me." Mm-hmm. And I wonder if he's got to have one of those moments. If she's going to have a moment, do you know what yeah, I mean? Maybe, but yeah. then maybe not, because maybe there's no time for that now, and that's already happened in season seven. Because you see a lot of that her on that borderline of she could be like the mad king yeah she doesn't have the empathy necessarily i don't know if there's any more time for that in these last few episodes yeah i mean it doesn't have to be a really long time for for that sort of thing to happen Mm. it could just be a thing that she's about to kill somebody important and yeah or maybe he's going to sacrifice himself and he's the reason why the people on the crypt survive i don't know i don't know i don't feel highly hopeful that he's going to live yeah um, what I'm about trying Gendry? to think. Gendry, Gendry and Arya. oh yeah, Gendry. I feel like he's surviving the se- I feel like he's surviving the series because I feel like he's going to end up being made a legitimate storm yeah. stormborn. I liked, it, I liked how how Robert Baratheon said, "I've got a son, you've got a daughter. Let's get him together." And then it ended and up being it, yeah. totally different. But son didn't and daughter. you feel that back in like season two and three? I thought from then, I'm like, wouldn't it be funny if they ended up together? Oh, did you? Yeah. Well. I think that was before we because knew there was that Gendry a bit was of... a bastard. No, we knew, but he oh, was okay. he never told Arya. Uh, okay. Oh, actually, maybe not. Maybe they were together before Melisandre got her claws on him. I don't remember. We I knew because it we was in knew, the book. But we knew but before season, he knew. In the series, I don't think that we knew about him for okay, ages. Okay, okay. Well, was maybe when... I just had been told or someone had told it, we me. Knew we knew by the time they were killing all the bastards. Yes, we knew that. He, got, he was not there. He got away. Yeah. But then didn't he run away and that's when he met Arya out on the roads and then they got separated he got away again? in a boat at some no, point. No, well, that's later. That? But okay, they were together okay. before that, I thought. Well, yeah, then he Malisand... got away somehow before that. See, I didn't watch that's those so, original series. Ago. Yeah, they were both so back ago. in the very first series because Ned yeah. Stark discovered him as a bastard. See, I think in the show oh, we knew it before okay, he knew okay, it. Okay, okay, I don't think Ned ever told him. I think we just knew because Ned went and found him and right. realised he was a spitting image of Robert. Right, okay. And he got him out before... And he looked nothing like down. Joffrey. And, yeah, there was no blonde hair. I mean, it was a pretty flimsy reason to call out your king. Like, yeah. You know, because really, because their hair colour was hair different anyway. Brown. I know, I know. Hair of gold or whatever it was, I can't remember. There was no hair of brown in any... Like, sorry, there was no hair of gold in any of the Baratheon tree or something. It was pretty flimsy. These days, there wouldn't be enough. It wasn't enough. DNA analysis, no, was it? <laughs> no. Um... I think oh, I think he's going to survive. 
I'm trying to think of what other secondary characters. I think, oh, God. Brienne. She's got to survive, sure. Oh, I, I wonder so. if Brienne I dies. I feel like Jamie or Tyrion or Arya is going to kill Cersei. So I feel like I feel like they are safe. But I don't know about Brienne. Brienne could go. I think Podrick's gone. Yeah. I, I, I he did know. his song. I feel like he's done. <laughs> yeah. What about um, um, the Hound? I think the Hound is either going to face his fear of fire or die. I can't work it out. I mean, he's he's survived the a lot. The thing is, though, what's he been brought back? Like, do you know what I, the Lord of the Light has something in his? Do you know what I mean? Like, they keep saying he's called you for a reason. He keeps getting remixed up in them, and I can't quite yeah, work out yeah, why. Yeah. Maybe he's going to yep. sacrifice himself for Arya or something. I feel like he's going to go into the flames, or something is going to happen with the flames. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be a fire thing for him. That's very symbolic. Bran, I feel, has to survive. Yep. I don't know who's left. Who have I missed out? I've kept most people alive, which is pretty sad. There's going to be a couple of those big characters that are going to die. I just don't know. Yeah, who. I mean, some like of the either t- like Tyrion might are... die because Jamie's the one that's going to kill Cersei. Like the reason I feel that Jamie and Tyrion will probably survive this is because they st- in season sorry in episode one they brought in Brad sorry they brought in the crossbow and yeah. I can't think of his name. It's not Bran. It's um, Bron. Bron. Bron yeah. and the crossbow to kill them. So I feel Bron's that. Bron's in King's Landing, right? Yes. Yeah. And I feel like why would they have put that in if they weren't going to keep them through this battle? Like I feel like that's going to be a tension point at some point. Yep. What about um, the mountain hasn't had much of a go? Like he's not going to be in this episode, I doubt. But by the end. Oh, maybe there is going to be a mountain hound showdown yeah Clegane Bowl but the thing is though the mountain <laughs> is technically kind of like a white maybe he's going to end up oh god he can't kill Cersei right like could the Night King take over him because he's undead I don't know he really is undead he is yeah they brought him back through weird means like and he yeah. looks weird <laughs> I know like he looks like he's about to fall he looks apart. like he's dead looks like Frankenstein's monster he is Frankenstein's monster basically <laughs> that's what that's from yeah I don't know I feel like like, if King's Landing does get done by the Night King in the next episode, um, Kyber yeah, and stuff might all yeah. die. Yeah, there's, like a, lot, there's a lot of people still in, maybe, in King's Landing. Maybe Euron Greyjoy and Cersei will get away with the Golden Company, fleet, company maybe, and they'll go up more. I don't Euron know. Greyjoy, what an asshole. Like, <laughs> I hate him so much. I'm just going to put it out there that that actor that plays Euron Greyjoy is a doppelganger to Pacey from Dawson's Creek. Joshua Jackson, <laughs> yes. Fringe. If you look at them side by side. Yeah, they are really similar. They've if got you look at them kind of in suits and... at, like a, at like a red carpet, it's quite creepy. When he's not in his Euron Greyjoy outfit, I'm like, you guys are brothers. Yeah, maybe another... they're long-lost twins. <laughs> Well, they're from completely different parts of the earth. Yeah, okay. It's scary. It is scary. I'll find, cool. the, I'll find the doppelganger photos. There are many. I'm not the first to say that. <laughs> he's a great actor. Apparently <laughs> no he's no less, offense to him. Apparently in real he's life. more terrifying sure he's in the books. Euron Greyjoy is even yeah, more terrifying. Yeah, he does some really nasty stuff. And I always but... thought that he was like a, the god of the, the seas, like reincarnated. I thought that he'd come back to life. But now, okay. since re watching it, I'm like, I'm not getting that vibe. No. But <laughs> now he just seems like a really dodgy apparently pirate. Apparently, in the books, he's trying to resurrect himself as a god or something. And oh, he, I don't remember. There's, there's a lot of stuff fleet. with that. 
they all they kind of drown themselves and come back like that's part of their initiation sort of thing because what is dead may never die so they think that if they are nearly drowned or mostly dead and then they come back then they're not going to be able to die so can they all be turned into whites then they've been half drowned who knows i don't think they were technically dead (laughs) i'm not sure exactly how that works but okay um interesting there's so but much no. we could talk about this for hours i know i know and we've been so Maybe rambling so what about you who do you think is dying well what do you think to be honest at this point anyone like there's no like everything you've said has been like very um you know astute and well done i, I don't want to go against any of it now because um anything could happen from this point the reality is i don't want Tyrion's and devils to die because I just really like the man. I like the. I don't know if that says something about my age. I'm not interested in the John and Jenny. Oh, okay. I think they aren't that rational, man. They do a bit of yeah, stuff that's are. a bit stupid. Sansa is wisened up after a very yeah. hard life, but I think all of them are a bit dramatic, and I think they're These a bit old men are a little bit a little bit tempered, and I think they truly want for a better world. Oh, I they do. Yeah, they want do. as well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, they've all been through some stuff. And they're you know, out people, the other side. Apparently, people reckon Hodor is going to show up as a white. Oh, geez, I hope that not. That would be sad. That would be heartbreaking. Did, anyway. Was there any fire involved in his death? I'm, I'm just well, he just got remember. completely covered up he got, by whites. Yeah, but they then, just killed him. But the Night's King was there. Wasn't oh, he in that no, episode when he was holding the door? So we could have resurrected him. That would be so sad. Can children of the forest get resurrected? I don't know. They no, created know them in the first place, so... I don't know about that. We haven't seen anything from them in particular yet. No, I don't think we're going to get any more of their story either. I don't think there's going to be much more to do with the children of the forest because what, there's not enough um, episodes and it's not important to this story, really. The story is about yeah. the Song of Ice and Fire. Does any of your speculative... Um, YouTubers talk about the spiral symbol thing. Oh, I looked into that a lot because I was positive at the end of that first episode that Tyrion made a very big mention of one particular banner being one of the nicer yeah, it banners. Yeah, the Karstark. The Karstark banner, yeah. and I thought it, that looked like the symbol. But then when I went back and I found it, it it's like a that, sun. With it was a sun. It, it wasn't not, a swirl. Yeah, that's not a spiral. But I got yeah. into this big. I was looking, and no one was mentioning it, and I was like, anyway, it turned into <laughs> not really that much, but. What one of the writers said was that the swirl was the original children of the forest symbols because it's shown down in Dragonstone on their cave paintings as well from the children of the forest and the first men. And they're saying basically the Night King has taken it and um, turned it into an evil symbol the same way that the pentagram, uh, like, you know, other symbols in our history have been turned evil when they didn't actually have evil connotations to begin with. Um, So there's not much... You know, symbolism about Hitler's it. Hitler's swastika was like actually a birthing symbol originally, and um, the pentagram was actually not anything evil, but it's been taken over by the occult in, in an evil, satanic way. Mm-hmm. So I think that was all they're saying it is. So it's actually a bit of nothing. Okay, is what you say is is what I when the writers actually made a little just generalized comment about it, and then it came out. I'm like, I think they're like, shit, we haven't done anything to do with this. This wasn't important. And now they're <laughs> beefing it up. We've got to downplay this quickly. All right, okay. I don't know. Well, um, the the first two episodes were amazing, and I really hope that this battle lives up to its <laughs> hype. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, do you know what we didn't say? I think both John and Danny are going to survive 
But my gut is, by the end of the season, I don't think Danny's surviving it. Really? I think she's gone up. Because wow, Azora High, okay. the whole legend is that, well, the whole prophecy is that he needs to kill, like he makes a sacrifice by killing his true love. That's part of the prophecy in the book. Oh. It's not in the TV show, but it is in the books. Okay. So I'm like, does he have to sacrifice her? It doesn't mean she won't be brought back to life or something by fire, reincarnate. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? But I don't it's feel like to... she can survive it, to be honest. They're not going to okay. live happily ever after. No. And the series is called Song of Ice and Fire. And in the books, the prophecy is that the lines of ice and fire, Rhaegar's child, is the song of ice and fire which is john so yep. to me can you really <laughs> kill signs him off point to yes <laughs> i don't think you can kill him off no surely they wouldn't do that he's already died one time it would be yeah exactly and he came back exactly so i'm like i think it's more likely she's the one that's going to be offed oh it's going to be it's going to be a hard it's, episode it's going to be a nail-biting episode i feel like i need to stock the fridge with some like cider <laughs> before this episode <laughs> it's gonna be a late a glass night of wine it's gonna well, it be a late it's like night. an hour and a half i know all right we better, we better we wrap probably up. wrap up we've been rambling on a bit um That's so so let us know what you what's going on with um game of thrones for you like what do you think is gonna did happen did you think any of those theories were complete rubbish I didn't even talk <laughs> about the ones that I thought were really outlandish. That's next next time. Yeah, we well, know a you, bit more. If you've been listening to us for a long time, you'll know that in other in past seasons we've actually spoken to Isabel Carmen. I know. About I it. feel we've like spoken, we should go back and we've listen spoken to, to that. Sarah from Com- Commas and Ampersands and about it. I feel it. like we need to go back and listen to how close or far off we I were. I know. And so there's been a lot of um, you know speculation over over the years for us as well yeah. with this so yeah. we'll see i know when it comes see, to this the series finale we'll have to have a, a wash up episode we will. at least we will. before and after probably see the one the what i didn't talk about but there's this whole other theory and we'll find out by the end of next episode is my guess if it was correct is at least people think that there's another dragon egg underneath winterfell in the crypts and that the fires are going to ignite it and that's going to be the third dragon because they've only got two dragons and there's all this prophecy oh, over the, the three-headed yeah, three dragon. dragon yeah so and do you remember isabel carmody was like Tyrion, john and danny were going to be riding the dragons yes. at the end and i'm like well that's not happening at the moment so <laughs> anyway at the next next podcast we could <laughs> see if we were right oh, or if goodness. it was wrong all right okay. excellent send us all your theories so if you want to send us feedback, tell us your theories, whatever, you can email them to us, contact at teeinthetreetops.com, or you can tweet at us at teetreetops or at Oaken Bookcase. You can also find the list of all the books and other things that we talked about in this episode, as well as all of our book reviews at the Tea in the Treetops blog, teeinthetreetops.com. Thanks so much for listening to our standard rambles. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.